Kilda. It's good morning and welcome to Good Grief by Martin 100 Days and Beyond. This is season five. Welcome. Ba, ba, ba. And um, this is a series we're going to call because Before I Die, uh, which is going to be um, about some of the funny shit that I think about. And I've been writing some comedy and sketches and boring the boring all my friends with my funny perspectives and uh, I have an opinion on that but we'll expand on that soon and it's all part of this 100 consecutive day writing challenge that I took up in December 2021 and for the record um, I don't even know what the date is today we're in August something um, 2022 so a long way we have traveled together and if any of you have actually been um, following this fairly frequently this podcast I've talked a lot about my drive to the beach um, the therapy the recovery or slow journey in recovery uh, after traumatic experience of losing my boy Buster and he is and my daughter Millie uh, the uh, inspiration behind all this stuff and I just tell you what I do to uh, keep my mind in a positive space and I would even go as far as to say uh, equal equilibrium so um, yeah all these things are a pretty necessary uh, part of my self uh, mental health uh, maintenance I think that's quite good terminology for what I'm trying to explain so I do a lot of stuff eh, around um, understanding where my thoughts are sitting manipulating my thoughts into my more dominant right hemisphere and by doing that I can be in a happier place and now I'm telling you this uh, and as I'm saying it I'm in the van as you can hear I'm in the VW 2004 transporter converted to a combi the hottest thing on the road I did recently put diesel sorry petrol <laughs> in the diesel and it conked out and I thought we'd lost her but have, having an optimistic outlook on life and, a, and about 1200 bucks in my account we managed to get her back on the road so that was pretty good and so uh, now she drives even better than before I don't know why I call her she but anyway she does she's a sh actually I don't know with the way that things are at the moment and everybody's sort of transitioning I don't know maybe she's not maybe she's a it I'm not really sure even what the terminology is now but she doesn't identify as a girl. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just thought of it then. Anyway, and I'm in a pretty good mood. And part of that is because I'm driving to the beach. Uh, I had a surf yesterday. It was pretty stormy and <clears throat> small. Uh, but I managed to drive along the coast in Perth Metro in West Australia. And I did see someone taking a nice little right wave. And I have the boards in the car. So I paddled out funny thing is I jumped off the rocks and there was about a three foot drop where the sand had been washed away from the beach because of the storms we've had lately and my leg rope had caught on the top of a sharp rock 
and so I go diving off and the next thing I'm pinging back and got smashed against the rocks with the, the next wave that came along and I was all upside down so anyway good ending nothing happened to the hero of this story I survived to tell the tale and after an embarrassing uh, entry into the water um, I recovered rolled in like a fucking <laughs> one of those seals that falls off the rocks and uh, plopped and then paddled out and got some waves so I was pretty lucky um, but yeah uh, I mentioned the um, the drive because when I do this I'm in a good space I'm, I'm, I'm going to my happy place which is uh, today I'm going to uh, uh, Falcon uh, up the coast there or down the coast 45 minutes from where I live in um, Coburn city of Coburn and um, actually Jandicott is going to be the home of the new adventurer uh, surf farm so in two years time we're going to get a uh, an artificial surf farm which is just going to be gold because Perth metropolitan area we've got an island called Rottnest Island and it sits in the way of any decent swell that kicks through so our metro beaches are generally pretty small and um, that's why I get out of town plus the crowds you know they any 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 reasonable waves uh, a thousand people turn up so it's not as much fun so where I go it's a lot spread out and then we've got our um, my friend's house in Gracetown which is in the southwest here and um, I go there too um, now if you were listening to this the other day you might have heard um, my interview which was um, well I'm assuming it went well because we've done it <laughs> three times now and um, the recording didn't go well so I'm going to experiment this evening uh, not this evening in a few days when we do it again uh, with Steve from uh, Work Less Surf More and it's a, it's a website uh, it's a, sorry it's a Facebook group that's focused on guys around the world that are getting a bit older that are sort of trying to assess their priorities and um, he had me on the other day talking about uh, how I do it and what I do to make my life um, focused around surfing and surfing for me is a tool to uh, keep my mental health in check and so I use it for that so this uh, series is going to be focused on my comedy writing sketch writing and uh, funny shit not all of it is going to be comedy gold I promise you because I'm on this journey and I'm trying to learn how to write uh, stuff and there is a science to it so I, I've become a little bit of a student of comedy and uh, really early days I've always thought of funny shit but I didn't know that there was a structure that you're supposed to follow uh, a science behind the um, uh, the way that a joke's told and um, have a tendency to waffle on a bit as you've fucking figured out by now <laughs> and I do swear a bit sorry so uh, I um, I've got to sort of work on how to deliver stuff, but I think the beauty of the podcast is long form, and if anyone's sitting there just listening, it's like you happen to be in the van with me, as I've said many times, it's like you're here but you just don't get a word in, and um, the few friends that actually will meet me <laughs> or talk to me, I, um, I will corner and um, 
uh, tell you my funny shit and get a reaction. So I'm getting a fairly good gauge to what people think is funny and what they don't. And uh, for any of my pe- friends, or any of the people that I know that I've encountered who have very poor social skills and can't hold a conversation, <laughs> they've been stuck with me bombarding them with my funny ideas. And it's been kind of fun, actually. It's definitely broken down some barriers. Or um, I've seen some expressions <laughs> from people that, that um, yeah, I haven't seen before from them. Anyway, we'll talk soon after this break. My poor daughter, she's Millie, she's been uh, uh, copping all of my funny routines that I've been trying and um, I may have mentioned previously that I mean I could be coming up with a cure for the world food shortage uh, or climate change in my bedroom and nobody in my house would give a shit I could tell them that I was doing something amazing and it really wouldn't wouldn't uh, make an impression on them and that has been the case for my whole life where I'll put a festival on or have it sold out coordinate you know 13 bands and you know seven or eight DJs on the one bill and yeah it's just that thing you know what I mean like they're, they're not impressed at all and so I don't try and impress anyone I do try and tell them that I do like the the retort from them when they come back and give me a bit of positive feedback I don't get very much but it's kind of nice when I do get it I'm always looking for some sort of encouragement. It's just the way I'm wired. I don't seem to be able to survive without some sort of uh, um, positive uh, compliments. Uh, isn't that funny, eh? We're all wired differently. Some people need it, others don't. And <laughs> my daughter goes to me the other day uh, on our adventure to the new Taco Bell in Perth. There's only one here, and uh, we queued up for 40 minutes to get a burrito. But um, it was nice to connect. And she goes, you know what, Dad? Uh, Don't take this the wrong way, but you are funny when you're not trying to be funny. So, um, yeah, don't try so hard. And it was really good advice because I have been watching a lot of new stand-up comedians uh, do new material uh, who post their videos on these uh, comedy um, groups. And nerves aside because obviously that's critical about how you deliver a joke um, their um, demeanor is very uh, full-on and and I guess that's uh, you take on a character eh? Um, so um, yeah really good advice I, I, so I've started to look at all these different ca- um, stand-up guys and, and how they do it and what what seems to work and what, what sort of fits in with with me and, and it, yeah it should be just like you're just having a yak eh? and then it just rolls along but I suppose when you've got a bunch of people in front of you and you're trying to deliver stuff uh, it probably doesn't feel as natural just rambling along and so yeah that'll be a, a bit of a, um, a bridge to cross because uh, I do intend to collate this and do some um, experimental new material nights where we'll get a group of people and and tell some funny shit. I got a comedian I'm catching up with next week. Can't tell you his name because I can't remember who it is. And we're going to just have a chat. And uh, he's got a podcast too. He does stand up. He's working on his stand up routine. So 
uh, just to sort of connect and start to get to know a few, <coughs> a few comedians and uh, people that are in this space. I imagine it's a whole new world and I look forward to putting my toe in the water with it and, um, and giving it a run. So yeah, so that's it. So I'm going to take Millie's advice. So I've been writing all this funny shit, so <laughs> as she suggested, when I'm trying to be funny, it doesn't work. So I'm throwing all the funny shit out, and I'm going to just work on the stuff that's not funny. That should keep her happy. So <laughs> we'll give that a try. <laughs>
PTS, which is post-traumatic stress after losing Buster. And um, so I have uh, you know, some damage in my brain and the way that my brain operates as a result. It affects my memory and uh, uh, my attention and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I get stuff wrong all the time. It's quite frustrating. And uh, <laughs> so I, I, if I do do this stand-up routine, I'm, I'm probably going to have to write shit down because otherwise I will forget it. So I, in this comedy course I'm doing, it says you've got to uh, uh, address the elephant in the room. So I'm just going to tell people that up front that i got this um, PTS but, it, it, but, because, but because I forget shit, because of the PTS, sometimes I say I've got POS, and I, I found out that it's, that stands for pickled onion syndrome. So not only have I got post-traumatic stress, I've now got a phobia against pickled onions. <laughs> Just by mispronouncing the, the correct term for my conditions. <laughs> yeah, I can't go past the chip shop anymore without feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> Today's little um, intro is supposed to just be uh, a warm-up and give you an idea of my funny headspace that I've ventured into, <coughs> pardon me, and um, I, I wanted to just touch on a few funny perspectives, you know, this is not going to be comedy gold, I promise you that I'm not hanging for a Netflix special or whatever, uh, I, I just want to get through this and, and just see how it goes. Um, it off the bucket list it's just something I'm really having a lot of fun with and I like uh, the excitement in my brain and, and, and the new neural pathways I, I, I keep repeating that but for anyone that's struggling with any form of uh, mental health uh, give it a try do something every day consecutively and you just watch as time goes on you you, you know you, you'll, you'll just naturally uh, connect uh, other uh, neural pathways in your brain and it does flick on a happy switch and I'll just finish on this um, I was leaving the gym um, yesterday and I, was, I comment all the time about how um, unfriendly is probably the yeah, probably is the right word you know you walk past people that you see all the time they really don't want to fucking make eye contact with you they don't want to say hello you know I, and I do know the social rules of the time it seems to be don't make eye contact, don't say hello, no one wants to engage. If they don't know you, they really don't want to even have to make an effort. And so I'll get the odd grunt from people when I say hello. And sometimes I do it out of just to annoy the shit out of everyone where I'll do it. But yesterday I, I could hear Buster's voice in my head going, Dad, you're fucking embarrassing us. Don't do it. Nobody does that these days. You don't have to say hello to everyone. Anyway, so I could hear that in my, in my head. And he's right, he's right. But I do think there is a, um, a situation where that isn't the case. And that is when you've got a dog. Now I've got a dog called Buddy. Buddy the five star love dog. And when we take him out, he'll run up to other dogs. And we talk to other owners and they're always nice. Now they reckon that some dogs can understand up to 85 words. And now obviously Buddy can't talk. But I got a feeling that dogs, just in general, when it comes to walk time, you know, they might <laughs> look into their owner's eyes and through some telepathic communication, they'll just 
say, look, you can be a real prick, okay? But we're going out. Now, this is my time. We're going out on my walk time. Don't fuck it up. Don't be, don't be an asshole. If someone speaks to you, be fucking friendly, all right? Don't fuck the walk up. If a dog comes up and plays with me, be nice to their owner. Just get through this next hour. You can be a prick afterwards. <laughs> be one of those wankers at the gym that ignores Martin, okay? So, anyway, that's my observation. It seems that if you've got a dog, everybody's smiling and chats to you. So, isn't that ironic? And it really is true. I'm not just saying that to be funny. It's fucking true. Everybody is just... Oh, I say that. There's a few folk that do respond and say hi, and I know there is a hand gesture which is a, appropriate, and um, uh, you know, depending on the severity of your hand movement, will depend on the retort from the other parties. So, yeah, keep that in mind if you're struggling with the same thing. But uh, yeah, it's been a, a long journey for me to get to this realization, and uh, yeah, and when I was taking the dog out yesterday, and I, you know, I just noticed the different. Uh, uh, reaction from people uh, and it made me uh, uh, chuckle when I thought of it but uh, I think that's the, the, the reason it happens that way because the dog just clicks in don't be a prick and they go okay oh, I'll make an effort all right okay put the lead on me on where right, we're going it's good okay we all and before they get out the car it's like okay we're all good no one fucking up all right <laughs> the dog's saying this to the to their owner the owner's going all right all right all right get the fucking ball out get the tennis racket we're off right there's someone over there <laughs> Be nice, okay. <laughs> All right, this is Good Grief by Martin, uh, 100 Days and Beyond, and this is my special Before I Die. This is the preliminary warm-up to uh, what will be uh, my um, very first uh, stand-up routine, and where it goes, fuck knows. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Uh, big hello to Pastor Addiction in Fremantle, best pasta place in the world, I think. I think it was voted on this podcast as number one pasta place in the world anyway, and uh, lovely people, um, Dennis and uh, Tiana Simic, and um, who else can I tell you about? Mr. Wallpaper, uh, Stu Campbell, uh, equally the best wallpaper and decorator uh, in Perth, uh, along with DJ Upfront and Central, who goes by the name of Ambient Painting. Uh, my company, Ray White Commercial, we do industrial property. They've been very supportive. They did give me some money recently to sponsor a show that I put on, which was really great. And um, if you're looking for an industrial building, or leasing an industrial space, or you want to flog your building, or you want an idea of what it's worth, you should talk to me. Get, hit me up on Facebook. I'm a messenger or contact Rayway Commercial Perth, WA, and um, ask for me, Martin Vogt. So uh, I reckon that's enough. Big thanks to everyone. I'm going to refer you to a podcast I've been listening to. It's called Jokes by Mark Simmons. It's about uh, English comedians. They get together and they go through jokes that they can't make work. And it talks about the science of joke writing, and uh, it's really funny. And every uh, comedian that you might know or have heard of, if you're English, in the English comedy culture, and you like it, uh, are on it. So, um, yeah, it's really fascinating stuff. And so, uh, that's me done today. Thank you so much. This is episode one, season five. All the best. Big ups to you too, cuz. Thanks for letting me use your music. <laughs>